In the grand scheme of things, I, I can't complain. 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 complain. Can't complain. Who's gonna complain? Huh? Him? It's the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. I was ready to record this show and the power went out. I'm still getting over being sick and I'm tired as hell because I didn't get any sleep last night. I don't know how your life's going, but my life, it ain't going great. I'm just a man trying to get by. That's really what it is. That's all you do. You just try and get through each day alive. You just try and make it through each day without dying. That's what it is. That's what life is. It's just a series of moments where you don't die before you actually die. And the guys out there, they'll know what I'm talking about. As a man, I just feel like you're trying to make it through life without having your dick ran over by a train. That's worst case scenario. My dick gets ran over by a train. As long as that doesn't happen, it'll probably be a halfway decent life for me. I've told you before and I'll tell you again, keep your dicks off railroad tracks. Yeah, but what about us ladies? What's the advice for us ladies? What's up, Jessica? Jessica's climbed up from under the desk. She's still living like a hobo under the desk. What are you cooking today? I got some moose meat going. You want some moose meat? I don't want any moose meat. Are you eating ice cream? Yeah, it's it's a special new ice cream. It's a it's got a little bit of Palestinian in every bite. Palestinian flavored ice cream. That's demented, Jessica. What is this? No, it's pistachio ice cream, Jessica. It's not Palestinian flavored ice cream. Don't forget to pick up the Gaza Strip Steaks. Two for one now. We know about the Gaza Strip Steaks. Pure Russian rainwater promotion. Two for one Gaza Strip Steaks while it lasts. Hurry up and get down to the factory in St. Petersburg, Russia. God damn. Okay, you sure you don't want any moose? I don't want any moose. Speaking of Russia, evidently Russian soldiers are getting hard drugs delivered to their trenches in Ukraine to escape boredom, a report says. And I don't know why they waited this long. You've waited till the war was almost two years deep before you started delivering hard drugs to the soldiers? You fucked up. You should have been supplying hard drugs from day one. One soldier says that it's just like Las Vegas right now in the trenches. I don't know what that means. I've never been to Las Vegas. I don't think these Russian soldiers have been to Las Vegas, but I don't think that it's like the hard drug capital of the world or anything. When you tell me that the trenches are just like Las Vegas, I'm imagining a lot of ladies of the evening and a lot of gambling, and I don't think that's happening. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe there is a roulette wheel in the trenches in Ukraine right now. Maybe the Russian soldiers are enjoying a nice game of Kino between gunshot blasts. I don't know what it's like over there, but evidently they're using mephadrone, amphetamines, alpha-PVP known as salt. They're using salt. They're living the salt life. I live in North Carolina, and a lot of the people around here, they have stickers on the back of their cars that just say salt life. Like, they identify with beach culture. They love the beach. They love the ocean. They love spending time at the ocean. Not me. I don't like the ocean, but I've lived that salt life harder than they ever have. I've done bath salts. I've done bath salts once in my life. It didn't have much effect on me, but evidently, the Russian soldiers are hooked on salts. It's all that they can do to get through another day. We're just all trying to get through another day. That's what's going on. Whether you're in the trenches in Ukraine, or whether you're sitting comfortable at a house here in America, you're just trying to make it through every day. Moose meat's ready. I told you I didn't want any moose meat, Jessica. I'm trying to talk about the war. Take this seriously. Are you sure you don't want a moose leg? I don't want a moose leg. It's like a six by eight desk. How have you cooked an entire moose in a burn barrel under the desk? And you keep rubbing against my knees. Stop rubbing against my knees.
I mean, first the power went out. Now Jessica's interrupting the show every opportunity she gets. Another soldier who is a regular drug user himself said that everybody's aware that their comrades are taking drugs in the trenches, but that, quote, nobody gives a damn. The main thing is to not bother anybody. Just don't leave the dugout. Nobody cares if anybody else does drugs. This is a common misconception. Most people think that people care if you do drugs. Nobody cares. Nobody really cares about anybody else except themselves. If you want to do drugs while you're in the trenches, do drugs in the trenches. Nobody gives a fuck. Soldiers have been doing this for generations. War after war, everybody just gets high in the trenches. And if you can't get high in the trenches, I've known soldiers that have served in Iraq, and they took it a step further. Soldiers in Iraq that couldn't get a hold of drugs, what they would do, this is first this isn't first hand, but this is uh this is something my buddy told me. They would actually just hold their breath until they almost passed out just to get a rush, just to get some sort of a rush, and that was their version of getting high in the trenches. They would just hold their breath till they damn near passed out because they were so bored, they were desperate just to have any other state of mind and to be focused on anything else other than the war. So that's what goes on in the trenches. If you think that they're not gambling, having sex with hookers, and using drugs in the trenches, you've got another thing coming. Another one of the soldiers interviewed said, quote, War is when you're constantly waiting for something, occasionally praying that it will all be over. That's, that's life. That's not just war, that's life. When I was smoking salt in the dugout, I didn't give a fuck about a possible freakout. The boredom's a lot worse. Go ahead and get high, dog. That's all I have to say. Go ahead and get high. Get high in the trenches. Live your best life and get high on a daily basis while you're waiting to die over some bullshit war. Let's be real. You're just a pawn in some giant fucking situation that you have no control over. So go ahead and get high. Go ahead and use salts in the trenches. Evidently, the only thing that's holding these soldiers back from getting high 24-7 is the access to the drugs is not easy. They're either sold by locals, brought in by men themselves, or found on the Telegram messaging app. You can find everything on Telegram. If you need to hire somebody to kill somebody, get on Telegram. If you want to become a terrorist overnight, go ahead and log on to Telegram. It's like a fucking lawless place on there. You can get anything on Telegram. It's like the fucking dark web. It's the this, it's this social media equivalent of the dark web. The story continues to say, however, the drugs found online are not cheap due to the risk of delivery in the war zone, one soldier told the outlet. See, this is a situation where if this war was being fought in America, I don't think we'd have the same problem because you'd have good old American capitalism taking over. You'd have companies like Uber Eats and DoorDash filling the void. We'd have DoorDashers delivering methamphetamine out in the middle of the night, 3.30 in the morning, delivering meth to the trenches for $3.50 just hoping to God that they get a tip. And I'm not really even joking. If this was America, you'd have people delivering food that they'd say, fuck it. I've delivered McDonald's at 4.30 in the morning in Baltimore, Maryland. I've delivered in Baltimore, Maryland. Surely I can deliver in a war zone and everything will be okay. You'd have dashers rolling the dice. You'd say, oh, well, there's a $5 tip on this order. I guess I'm going to take it out to the trenches for him. I'm going to take him some salt. I can also easily imagine a scenario where the delivery gets delivered to the trenches and the soldiers open it up and they're like, God damn it, my fucking delivery driver already snorted half my salts already. This bag was sealed and obviously the driver unsealed the bag and decided to do do a few lines. Fuck me. Andy forgot the straws. How am I even supposed to snort this shit? We could call it Uber Salts, where you can just exclusively order salt. Holy shit. 
I always make fun of people that order food in the middle of the night because you don't really need it. You're overpaying for it. It's not necessary. It's the ultimate extravagant move if you order McDonald's at 3.30 in the morning. And I've always wondered, who's doing this? Who's ordering all of this food? Evidently, according to the Wall Street Journal, people that order food in the middle of the night, often they're not just drunks. Often they're actually gamers. The Wall Street Journal article says they're sedentary, they're hungry, they're powering America's biggest fast food delivery company. DoorDash aggressively markets to the screen bound and urges players to stay in your game. Best case scenario for DoorDash, you never get off your fat ass. You just sit there all night long playing video games and maybe taking a brief 30 second break in between gunshots just so you can order some McDonald's. And then when you have it delivered, you probably request that they pass it through the window. You don't even want it delivered through the front door. You say, I'll open the window, go ahead and throw it through because my fat ass can't even move. I've been playing video games for 10 hours straight and I barely even have time to eat. 50 years ago, we were teaching in home economics class in school how to properly set a dinner table. The salad fork goes here, the knife goes here, the spoon goes there. Nowadays, we need to teach in school how to eat a Big Mac with one hand on a joystick and one hand on the fucking sandwich. I don't have a problem with this. All I'm saying is, evolutionary-wise, we might evolve to have a third limb because I'm thinking we need three hands. One to go on the joystick, one to hold the sandwich, and one to fucking jerk your cock while you play Call of Duty. That's the future of America, and I don't really have a problem with it. The only time I've been tempted to order food delivery recently is when I was staying in that shitty hotel that I talked about a couple weeks ago. When I was staying in that shitty hotel, when you're in a hotel, sometimes you're desperate for any sustenance. An article from Fortune says the customer is the loser in the new hotel industry, where the rooms are dirtier, the prices are higher, and you're getting less service. That's pretty much across the board. That's pretty much every industry. You're getting less and you're paying more. It used to be you checked into a hotel and you were greeted with a smiling face. They were happy to take your money. The continental breakfast was hot. Maybe the hotel had a concierge service where you could score a few hookers if you, you know, you used the right little code, the right message. You said, hey, can I get can I get a few birds delivered to my room? And guess what? Before long, a couple of ladies of the evening showed up and you were having a good old time. Now, according to the article, there's not as many towels. Maid service has essentially stopped during the visits. Floors aren't clean very well and some beds look like somebody took a nap in them before I got there. They probably look like that because somebody was taking a nap in that bed before you got there. The maid decided to take a little break, a siesta, an early afternoon sleep right before you arrived, and you have the audacity to complain about that. You know your ass don't tip her. She's on her feet all day. She deserves a little nap. The article says the standards have been lowered. You're damn right the standards have been lowered. It's time for us to lower our expectations. When you show up at a hotel room, as long as there's not blood smeared on the walls... And as long as nobody's jizzed in the continental breakfast, you should be happy. As long as the scrambled eggs don't have horse jizz in them, just be happy to have a meal. One hotel employee quoted in the article says, The spa has a brownish-gray trail down the hallway on what was once uniformly beige Spanish tile, Treadwell said. Longtime clients of hers will, quote, Use words like tired. They'll say, It's going downhill. They come in with certain expectations. When you come in, you want the place to look pristine. You want to hear angels singing, and that's not happening. I say if they're complaining that it's going downhill, they should just be happy that it's not already at the bottom of the hill. There's still room for it to get worse. That's what I'm saying. 
It can get a lot worse, and you don't hear angels singing when you walk in. Do you know how expensive it is to hire angels to sing at the front door for every fucking prospective customer that enters the hotel? That's got to be $20 an hour to hire an angel to sing in a hotel. I mean, where do you even find one of those? Can you hire a singing angel on ZipRecruiter? I don't know. I mean, real talk, though, I don't know how people haven't figured out that when we emerge from COVID, we expect the same, but we ain't going to get the same anymore. The prices have gone up and the quality has gone down, and that's just the way it is. They've got to recoup the costs that they lost during COVID, and it's going to take fucking decades. It's going to take forever for them to recoup the costs. It's never going back to how it was before. So get ready to walk on dirty floors, get ready to sleep in a room with blood stains on the bed sheets, and get ready to eat your scrambled eggs at the fucking continental breakfast, and maybe there's a little jizz in your scrambled eggs. Just push it to the side and move forward with the meal. Me? I wouldn't even bother complaining. A lot of people would complain like, hey, there's jizz in my scrambled eggs. What are you going to do? As a hotel employee, you're just going to be like, yeah, that's Bruce. Bruce gets paid $8 an hour and the only way he gets off, the only way that he actually enjoys coming to work is if we let him come in the eggs. So we let him come in the eggs. Deal with it. I don't even care though. You're not going to catch me eating a continental breakfast. That's the last thing I want to do in the morning to serve myself. A continental breakfast is usually a light meal consisting of baked goods, fruit, toast, and coffee. And I have to serve myself. I have to get up and they say it's European style. I looked it up. Supposedly it's European style. Well, guess what? I ain't European. I'm a goddamn American. Bring me my food and put it on the table. I don't want to get up and I don't want to serve myself. Certainly not at 8 a.m. If DoorDash wants to make money, they should have a DoorDasher go to the hotel, go to the Marriott at 8 a.m. in the morning, stand there for two hours and just run food back and forth. Just be a runner. Basically, DoorDash should get in the business of just serving fat-ass people at the table because the last thing they want to do is go up to the buffet, waddle their fat-ass up to the buffet at 10 a.m. in the morning and pick up a few pastries. I'm an American. I need to be served at the table. Here's your plate of mousse. I don't want mousse, Jessica. You said you wanted to be served at the table, so here it is, fat ass. Jesus Christ. I've got a moose leg here now. How did you cook this, Jessica? 3,000 degree burn barrel. It cooks instantly. All right, I'll eat it after the show, I guess. You broke me down. I guess I'm going to eat the moose, guys. What are you staring at me for? You want a tip? Holy shit. Here's a few bucks. God damn. Okay, here's your complimentary side of salts. I get a side of bath salts? That's sweet. One more thing about staying in hotels. I did discover something nice about staying in hotels when I was traveling a few weeks ago. Ironing clothes really makes me feel like a man. I don't have an iron at home, and I was in one of those hotel rooms. My pants were slightly wrinkled, and I decided to bust out the iron just for the fuck of it. I said, I'm ironing these pants. I don't own an iron. I've never owned an iron. I don't own an ironing board. I don't know how to iron. I've never wanted to iron in my life, but I decided right then and right there, I'm going to iron. And I'm standing there without my pants on, ironing pants, watching ESPN in the hotel room, and I felt like a man. For the first time in my life, I felt like I was in control of my future. I said, I'm going out and I'm going to look good. These pants, they're not going to be creased at all. I'm going to be looking fly. I'm going to be looking fresh. I'm going to be looking like $1 million. So I put my pants on. I went down to the Continental Breakfast. And suddenly it occurred to me that I had to serve myself. And they expected me to eat scrambled eggs mixed with horse jizz. I said, God damn, I should have ordered DoorDash. I should have got some salts delivered. See you next Tuesday. Bye. (laughs) 
I was at Walmart yesterday. I don't like to admit that, but I was at Walmart and they've locked the condoms up. You can't even get the condoms by yourself anymore. You've got to talk to the manager who calls somebody in that department just to open the case and maybe get you some condoms. I'm like, fuck it, I'm pulling out. Finding condoms is much harder than just telling her to have an abortion. Fuck job. Like, I'm sorry, honey, you gotta abort the baby. I couldn't get the condoms. Right. They locked that shit up. Give me the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, John. I think you could. Those condoms are probably dusty. They're five years old because getting anyone to help you at Walmart, it takes an act of God. I think you could. Do you think customer service at hotels is bad? Take a trip down to your local Walmart and try and get assistance with anything. It ain't happening. Why am I asking these questions? You are no better. I've had it. Jason, you should be a man instead of whiny little boy. Call me a whore. You called me a bitch. You sit on the damn chat line. You come into my bedroom when I'm asleep. Wake me up for a piece of ass. And as for Big Bird, you need to go back to Sesame Street, buddy, because you're... I Can't Complain.com is the home of this program. We're found everywhere that you find podcasts and even some places where you don't. We're even found in the trenches in Ukraine. You can guarantee one thing those soldiers enjoy doing more than bath salts is listening to the I Can't Complain podcast. Go ahead and get high and listen to this show. That'll kill 20 minutes. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Why is it so fucking hot in this room right now? Well, it's probably the 3,000 degree burn barrel right under the desk. Oh, yeah. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you. See ya. Oh, yeah. Nope, 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 nope.